Hello, this is Evangelist Valerie Laurie coming to you with sharing the Word of God. Today we are going to be coming from Psalms 3. And today has been a wonderful day. Today has been the inauguration of President Joe Biden. So many of you probably have been watching the television program and uh, just sitting there watching. It was a wonderful inauguration. So we are going to read at Psalms number three. And we find here a Psalms written by um, David. And it was written during a time when he was having problems with his son Absalom and had to flee. So this is the um, story of how it is that we can go through many problems and many issues from our um, our problems, from our issues, from our circumstances. It's a it's a story of how one man dealt with his relationship with God when he had many friends who turned against him and many enemies. And so whereas you and I may not have friends and enemies who turned against us, we might have insurmountable problems that we face. Um, The year, we thank God that we are in a new year. And so some of the issues that were in the last year still have... um, We are still dealing with them in 20 and 21, but there is a refreshing with the changing of the year that we feel a relief. We feel that things are going to get better. And so we look at here in the Psalms that David has written, and we're going to start at verse 1 in Psalm 3, and it says, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. So we see the story of where David's in David's son Absalom actually has risen up against him and has gotten some of the people that were used to serve David have come over onto his side and he's trying to cause an insurrection in the kingdom in the kingdom of David. And so this is how David is feeling in his heart. Anytime that you've got something happening in your life situation and it has to deal with people that you love deal with your friends deal with your acquaintances and people who have supported you in the past then your heart is wounded when they no longer stand and they no longer walk with you this is the heart's cry of David unto to God and he's wanting to know how it is that those who uh, used to be his friends that they have increased. He says, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Sometimes we wonder, Lord, how is it, if it's not people, how is it, Lord, that we have so many problems? Why do we have so many things coming up against us at one time? And so you and I may have said or say, Lord, if it's not one thing, it's another. And so In a sense, we've got to learn in 2021 to even let that be a catchphrase that actually needs to be thrown into the trash. Because when we say that if it's not one thing or it's another, then we cause those things to come upon us. And so 
he he's feeling overwhelmed and you and I can feel overwhelmed with life being the way that it has been these days. The problems that we see, the fear that some have of going out and and possibly catching the corona or spreading corona to somebody that you love. The problems that some mothers are facing with trying to, and fathers too, trying to raise the family, trying to make ends meet, trying to educate the children. And so it's been difficult. So whereas David had problems with men and physical enemies, then you and I, even though we may have that, we have problems yet and still that are issues that are facing our times right now. We look and we 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 were we would have to be blind and deaf not to even see what happened a few weeks ago up at the nation's capital with them wanting to do the uprising and so the question is he wants to know how is it that they are increased that trouble me many are they that rise up against me so problems and circumstances and situations come to rise up against us but we have to be able to have that ability to see beyond the problems that we have a God who is a source that can watch over us that can lead us and that can guide us that he is still the Lord of our life no matter what is happening at any point and at any time we still have to see him as God almighty we have to see him as Lord but when you're going through circumstances and you're going through situations when you've done the best that you can and if you do have people who turn against you you wonder Lord why is it that that these who I have called my friends have turned against me. It's a hard, troubling thing when you've loved people and then the people that you love don't seem to love you back anymore. Then it's what what do you do? Where do you go when you look at them and you can see through the things? You can see through their faces. You can see through their words and you can see their hearts because you can see when it's not real. So, Lord... How is it that they have increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. So where do you turn? What do you do when you're faced with problems with people? What do you do when you're faced with problems and circumstances in your life? You call on the name of the Lord. He says in verse 2, Many there be which say of my soul, There is no help for him in God. At the time when David was going through this, because David had sinned himself, people thought that God had turned against him. And even with you and I, sometimes people may even feel that God has turned against you and I. They they wonder, okay, so you you the church lady, you go to church, but why are you having so many problems? Why are you having so many issues? They might look at your life and say, oh, I thought you thought you were all that. And now you got problems and issues going on in your life. And so when they they look at you and they think that God has turned his back on you, that's a lie of the enemy. God will never leave you, nor will God forsake you. And in this case, God had not left David. Although David had sinned, David was a man after God's own heart. And he knew that his Lord would take care of him. He says, but thou 
O Lord. So he remembers the Lord, even though people talk about you and even though people talk about me. We have to remember that he is our Lord. He says, but thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter up of my head. So when the Lord is a shield, you stop and you think about being in battle. And the shields that they had at that time for warfare were big shields so that when the enemy would shoot a fiery dart, meaning a dart that was actually on fire, you could hold that shield up and it could block it could block off darts that were fiery darts that were coming at you. So the words of the enemy will say, well, you're not going to make it. The words of the enemy may say and have people say, about you look at her she thinks she all that or look at him he thought he was all that I thought if they were so high and mighty I thought things would work out better for them those are fiery darts that are being thrown at you from the enemy to throw you off course they're coming out of the mouths of people and it's the fierceness of of the enemy that's launching that attack towards you if Satan can get in your and my mind when we have problems when we're faced with obstacles and get us to think and contrary to what God's word says then we'll begin to speak evil things and evil words out of our mouth and that's when we need to be able to begin to praise there's something about a praise in your mouth that can send the enemy running when you begin to praise the Lord and you get caught up in praise unto God then you forget about your circumstances because there is a comfort that comes to you in the midst of your circumstances. So he says, but thou, O Lord, art a shield. So when the enemy comes, then you are to be fully equipped with the uh, the, the weapons of your warfare. You are to full be fully equipped. And he, he talks about that shield and the shield, you hold it up. So when the enemy throws an attack at you to the left or to the right, then you need to be able to hold up that shield. It says in the Bible that he is our shield and our buckler. That means that I got a protection all around me that no matter where you attack me from, I am covered by the Lord. And we have to walk in that. He says that you are my glory so that even in the midst of dark circumstances, even when it used to be that even with financial circumstances right now, finances for some is a problem. When we used to be able to go and get new clothes and new shoes and new hairdos, we may have to cut back on that now because God calls us to be wise and to use wisdom. And in with being wise and using wisdom, we got to learn even in, during this time. If we have to, then we do some things for ourselves that normally other people would do. You might have to paint your own nails. You might have to fix your own hair. But there's going to come a day when things will get better for you and then you'll be able to go back to doing some things or even do some things better but the thing about it is is no matter what state is what is happening around me whatever is happening around you or I the problems the situations the words that people say against us the enemies that speak up against us we don't have to let those things get in our heart we can have joy in our heart because God gives us that peace and God gives that comfort God shines his glory upon us and then people will look at you and say how is it that you're going through all that you're going through but you're going through it because that's the glory 
glory of the Lord shining out of you. That's the light of God being put on you that's in your heart, that's radiating out of you. That when they look at you in your circumstances and they look at you in your problems, they see God of glory coming out of you. And he is the lifter up of your head so you don't have to be bowed down when you're going through you don't have to be holding your head down you don't have to be looking bad and i say this to the women if you want to put your makeup on and do what you want to do you look good man if you want to fix yourself up when you're going through you look good because that's how we're supposed to do because we know this is just a temporary situation and that our god is going to bring us out he says in that fourth verse I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. So David, he begins to pray. He calls upon the Lord. And even when he was going through this, and when one of his one of his counselors, Ahithophel, had turned with his son Absalom and had gone against King David, King David asked for Ahithophel's counsel to fall to nothing, to not amount to nothing. So that here it is that when we call on the name of the Lord, we can call on God in prayer. We don't have to worry about it because once we know that God hears our voice, God hears your voice. You stop and you think about it. Uh, We look at God as our father. And even though you and I are adults, we need to look at him as father. There's a special relationship that is bond between a child and a father. A good, good father takes care of his children. Whenever a child cries, especially when he hears the voice of his child, a father is a provider. He's going to take care of his child. He's going to come to your rescue. And so here it is that David says, I cried unto the Lord. I want to know how many people actually in the midnight hours cry unto the Lord have you just called on God sometimes and just said Lord have mercy have you said God help me through this situation have you cried unto the Lord and said Lord if you don't help me I don't have nobody else to turn to oh God I need your help and I tell you that God is a way maker I've seen God do many things for me in my life I've seen God give me unexpected blessings and because he is my Lord. When you are faithful unto him and you are trying to do and live God's word, God sees what you're trying to do for him and God is going to reward his children. So he cries unto the Lord with his voice. Have you ever prayed unto God and you can hear your own words going up and just cause you hear and yourself cry out unto the Lord, you get happy in prayer. When you go in prayer and you go deep in prayer, it may start off slow, but sometimes if you just press through and keep on praying, cause the enemy wants you to be quiet. The enemy wants you to close your mouth, but you got to keep on praying anyhow. Cause when you keep on praying and you pray, and you pray and it's called old folks call it pray until you get a breakthrough if you keep on praying you keep on praying until the lord god i hear your voice and it says and so he cried unto the lord and he heard me out of his holy hill so god no matter we look at god as being on high but god is right here with us he was on mount moriah at that time So we're looking at God being right here with us. And God, Jesus said that if if we were those of us who were born again, 
Jesus said that we have a comforter on the inside of us, which is the Holy Ghost. So we've got God living right here on the inside of us. And we've also got the Holy Ghost, if we're born again, helping us to pray. But if you are not born again, let me tell you something, child, who is not born again. God is right there with you because our God is omnipresent. God is right here and he sees everything and he hears everything. And so God is listening to you too. So if whether you're saved or whether you're not, if you cry unto the Lord and you mean that thing from a sincere heart, God hears your prayer. Amen. And God is going to rush to answer you. Amen. So it says he cried out of his holy hill. And so he heard his voice. And so when you pray, you've got many obstacles and you've got many problems. But the thing about it is this. When you pray and you you pray unto God and you mean it, you can go to bed. And as they say, you can put that thing, you can write that check and put that check in the bank with that prayer. Because when you have prayed unto God with a sincere heart, God is going to hear your prayer. I'm not going to tell you that the solution is going to be instantaneous. It may be instantaneous. You might hear get an answer to your prayer in the next minute. You might get an answer to your prayer in the next hour, the next day, then some weeks. But God is going to answer your prayer. And then the other thing, when he hears your prayer, what causes you to be able to go and to lay down and to sleep it says that he was able to to be laid down and he slept when you can lay down and quit worrying about your problems that means that you you got confidence that god is going to work it out it means that somewhere in the midst of that prayer you might not understand it because he didn't come to you in an audible voice or he didn't come to you and say look thou child i have solved thy problems He didn't come to you like that, but some kind of way you got a peace on the inside of you knowing that God has worked it out. You know that somewhere in the midst of your praying that God has worked it out for you. And I'll tell you something else. I had a young lady come to me one time and she asked me to pray for her. She had an issue and thing about praying for somebody when they say pray for me because God won't hear me you have to let them know that God hears however you pray some people might pray all these long prayers but if you can't pray somebody like a long prayer you get with a sincere prayer with God and you say God have mercy on me I don't know how to pray help me to pray and then God will help you to pray that's an honest prayer so don't worry about how you sound you just want to sound And you want to pour your heart out to God. And you just want to be real. So don't compare yourself to Sister Susie when you pray. Don't compare yourself to Reverend so-and-so when he prays. Or Deacon so-and-so or Mother so-and-so. You pray like you. And then you lay down and you go to sleep. And when we look at this, David laid down in the midst of all the circumstances, in the midst of all the problems, and he went to sleep. He says... I laid me down and slept. And then he said, I awakened, for the Lord sustained me. When we go to sleep at night and we lay down and we know that this problem is facing and you face that problem today and you face this other problem, what you need to pray to the Lord for is for Lord's intervention. Lord, to give you the wisdom to see how to deal and navigate. And then you ask the Lord to give you strength. Many years, 
I used to pray for strength and I used to ask the Lord to give me strength to give me strength that was a continuous prayer of mine in my youth Lord give me strength and I was a single parent at one time and and growing up I had a, a diff, uh, 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 had good parents I had a good life but the thing about it was was I was I was obese and growing up with obesity I I often was picked at and so I would pray to the Lord I I, I had low self-esteem um I didn't think that I had friends and I would try to buy friends so the thing about that is I grew up more and more life didn't work out I turned inward I went into severe depression but I one thing during all of that I learned how to pray And during the course of learning how to pray, the Lord ministered to me. So the Lord, during that time, whether I actually really knew him or not, he was he was my glory. He was the one who lifted me up out of the pit. I didn't know how to pray, but I knew how to tell the truth. And I began to tell the Lord at that time, no matter what happens to me, God, you are still my God. And I claimed him at that time to be my Lord. And so slowly but surely, I began to climb up out of that pit of depression. Slowly but surely, I began to see myself differently. Slowly but surely, I began to rise up out of that which I I was sinking in. And so it was, was that the prayer, the prayer saved me and, and, and God ministering and that communication in my growing with God that I began to walk and truly believe in God. Did I get it all right instantly? No, I didn't. It was a process, but I was able to lay down. I was able to go to sleep. And so God wants that same thing for you, even in the midst of circumstances, even in the midst of all you've been through, even in the midst of losses of family through this pandemic, even through the losses of your job, even through the stress of trying to keep your home together, even through the stresses of you trying to raise your children now, God wants you to get on your knees God wants you to talk to him and if you can't get on your knees lay in your bed and talk to God the main thing is to talk to God out of sincere heart and then go to sleep God go to sleep and let God sustain you and when you wake up in the morning thank you God he kept you so he's heard your voice the one thing the enemy will do when you're going through problems, he will tell you in a minute that God doesn't hear you. When you hear that God doesn't hear you, that's the, that's the answer that you need. Saying, when the enemy is telling you God doesn't hear you, that's when God is hearing you. Amen. Amen. So he says, for he sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against me round about. So even though there were enemies that were coming against King David, he was not to be afraid. And so it is with you and I. So it is with you and I that we may have what seems like 10,000 problems that are surrounding us, that are coming from the north, from the south, from the east and the west. You go into your mailbox and you might get something out, but that's a problem. But you've prayed about it and you've got confidence in God, that God is going to take you through, that God is the sustainer that you need. So he says, 
I will not be afraid of 10,000. And the one thing that the enemy wants us to do is to be afraid. Because if he can make us afraid, then we'll stop doing those things that we need to do. We'll stop doing everything we need to do. I look at the insurrection that came up at the Capitol. Uh, a couple of weeks ago and then you look and you look at those uh, government officials who went right on back up in there to do the job that they were called to do and so though 10,000 may rise up against me I will not fear and God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind and so it is the enemy as I said when he tells you that God is not listening I want you to know that he is the bible says that satan comes about like a roaring lion it didn't say that he was a lion it says he's like one so if you're like one you are imitation but you're not the real thing but what we have to hold on to is what god's word says and so he says i will not be afraid of ten thousands of people i'm here in psalms chapter three And I'm at verse 6. He says, I will not be afraid of 10,000 people and that have set themselves against me round about. And so it was with the with the insurrection that rose up, those who turned against David, they stumbled and they fell. The counselor. Uh, who had turned against him. He went home after his counsel was no longer worth anything, and he hung himself. And then the David's son, Absalom, was uh, got hung in a tree. And then one of the servants of David, the uh, warriors of David, he went back and stabbed him in the heart and finished him off. And so he died. So when your enemies rise up against you, when your problems rise up and many problems can come, just know that God is fighting your battle. If the Lord is for you, who can be against you? So you hang on to that because God wants us in 2012, 2021, to be able to trust him, to trust in his word and what he says. He says, arise. That is what David is saying unto the Lord. Arise, O Lord, save me. Arise, O Lord, and lead me through this battle. Arise, O Lord, up in my heart. Stir up that which is on the inside of you. And then you encourage yourself in the Lord, in the things of God, that your God is a good God, that your God is a battle axe in a time of trouble, that your God is right there for you, that your God is your real God, that your God is walking and he's leading and he's directing your pathway that your God is your lifter up of your head that your God is the one who's protecting you by day and leading you with a with a with a cloud by day and he's with a pillar of fire by night knowing that God is never gonna leave you child and he's never gonna forsake you knowing that God knows your heart knowing that God knows every hurt every pain every trial that you've gone through and God wants to bring you out knowing this that you can say arise O God and when you ask God to move on your behalf when you say I know my God is gonna work this out 
He's crying out to God to save him. There is a salvation that God gives us in the uh, afterlife, but there is a salvation of God that we can get right now here on the earth. He calls out, oh, my God. He didn't say, oh, God. He says, my God. He says, arise, oh, Lord, save me, oh, my God. So he's talking about relationship. And when we cry out to God and we call him my God, that's relationship going on. That's fellowship that you have with the Lord God Almighty. He says in that seventh verse in Psalms 3, For thou hast smitten all my enemies upon the cheekbone, and thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. So God has wiped out the enemies of King David. And when we are in fellowship with God and we believe that our God is a mighty God, when we believe that the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord, we believe that God is going to watch over us, then we believe that we we stand still sometime and just see the salvation of the Lord. We do that which God has told us to do and outside of that stand still and see the salvation of the Lord and let God fight your battle. Amen. And he says salvation belongeth I'm at that eighth verse salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Salvation in this life belongs to the Lord. Salvation when we cross over belongs to the Lord. He says, thy blessing is upon thy people. So no matter what we're going through, don't ever forget, stressed out, you still blessed. When you don't have enough money in your pockets, you still blessed. You remember that when people talking about you, you still blessed. When you don't know what to do, you still blessed. Amen. When you know that you've got more, as they say, you got uh, so many problems that you, you really just don't know how to handle them all. You just realize that in fellowship with God, you still blessed. Amen. So we cry unto God and we know that God is going to make a way. So keep a right mindset when you're going through things and you face with battles, when people are coming up against you, as it was with King David and King, uh, excuse me, with his son Absalom trying to steal the kingdom from him, win in favor with the people. When people rise up against you, you still blessed. Amen. When people talking about you, you still blessed. So you got to hold on to the right perspective. And then just remember that God is never going to leave you, nor will he forsake you. Amen. So this has been a short Bible study. And we came from Psalms 3. And so you just remember that no matter what you are facing in life, you can cry out to prayer in God, to God. He is your shield and God is going to watch over you. You can lay your head down and you can go to sleep at night knowing that God got your back. Amen. Amen. So. I hope you have enjoyed this Bible study and I'm asking everybody who hears, will you please share the podcast with somebody or tell somebody about the podcast? Amen. We look to do some great things this year. And so I'm saying to you and the challenge this year is that God is expecting um, 
the people who believe in him to really walk in this word. You have heard the word of God before, but what the expectation of God is this year is that we walk this thing out by faith, meaning that we might have talked about faith before or known faith before, but God expects us to really hold this word so tight so that when when um, the enemy hears you and I speak, they hear the voice of God because we are just that connected to God. Amen. Amen. So until we meet again, you be blessed. This has been Evangelist Valerie Laurie coming to you with sharing the word of God. Bye-bye.